Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, I'm Chris J. And this is VMH Magazine. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back. My name is Chris J, and this is VMH Magazine. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Debbie Bear. Now, who is Debbie Bear, you might ask? Debbie is just one of the many around the world who found their eye within the storm, the pandemic, as the world's operations and life as known to all of us changed. She was one of over 7 billion people who got an unexpected courtside view to what seemed to mirror many previously created movies. Now, without a playbook, Debbie made the choice to forge forward and adjust as many times as needed in real life, scripting through pivots and unwavering faith by creating continuous small wins. Understanding that we're all in the same storm, but different boats and we each will have a story. Let's say hello to Debbie Bear. Hi, Debbie. Hello. Thank you, Chris. No problem. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. And you? <laughs> I'm doing really great. We appreciate you stopping by to talk to us a little bit. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So, um, just like you mentioned, um, I am one of those many people that have had to make many adjustments during uh, the pandemic. I'm, I'm a mom, first and foremost. I also work as a clinical pharmacist in one of the hospitals here in the Tacoma area. Um, so, so, so how many kids do you have? I have three children. Three kids. Um, married. Yeah, I'm, I am the breadwinner of our family. My husband is a stay-at-home dad, so not the typical dynamics of uh, most families. But still respectful as the same, so it's all good. I have three boys, so it's it, it gets kind of fun. <laughs> we'll just say that it gets kind of fun. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Where, do, where, where you work as a pharmacist, or what do you do? So I'm a clinical pharmacist. I work um, in a uh, clinical outpatient setting where I provide medication therapy management to patients. So um, before the pandemic, we were seeing patients face-to-face, you know, taking care of lab work, medication. Um, I primarily manage patients on warfarin therapy and other anticoagulation therapy. Okay. So... When the pandemic started to hit, how did it how did it affect the clinic that you were working in? So, when the pandemic hit, we had to uh, minimize our services. Most of the hospital, just like the surrounding areas, had to um, stop seeing patients face to face, readjust, um, only see the patients that were um, immediate, emergent. 
We had to adjust our management of our warfarin patients. So typically, you know, they do labs every every couple of weeks, um, once a week to once every four to six weeks, depending on their diagnoses. Um, then what we ended up having to do is just um, try to push out those labs, try to make sure our patients were safe during this time. Um, most of my patient population are the older patients, so my average age of patients is 75. So we had to try to keep them from being exposed. So um, we had to individually assess our patients and determine um, how we were going to best manage each of them to minimize our risk and theirs as well. Okay. So during that time, did you guys happen to see an increase in patients maybe? Or are we not, I'm pretty sure there definitely wasn't a decrease in patients. Yeah. So it was it was uh, definitely an increase at the beginning because in, in the outpatient setting, um, in the clinics, I'm in a clinic outpatient setting, not the traditional pharmacy dispensing setting. Right. But we were we were inundated with so many questions because when things shut down, we were evolving. So many patients were panicking. They wanted to, of course, get their medications because they were afraid they weren't. They didn't know when they would be able to get their meds or um, see their their providers. So we evolved, and we had to educate our patients at the same time. So it was a lot of uh, planning, um, coordinating, um, a lot of just kind of um, on the spot decisions with a lot of our patients. Okay, so. When did things begin to sort of kind of change for you personally? Oh, immediately. <laughs> so, um, so when when our hospital started to minimize the services, what they did is that a lot of the non-essential employees or administrative employees were, you know, um, put on standby. They started rotating staff because, of course, you know, if you still continue to bring your whole hospital staff in and just takes one person that's positive with COVID, you're going to get the rest of your staff sick. So you don't want to um, potentially um, um, lose your forces by bringing everybody in at once. So they had to rotate most of the hospital staff, except unfortunately the pharmacy services were not able to rotate the way the rest of the hospital was. So um Immediately, we just we had to shut down the pharmacy. Um, patients were not allowed into the hospital unless they were there for the emergency room. If they had already scheduled a visit, all most of the outpatient visits were uh, canceled. And in fact, we're just starting to um, see a few patients. Most of our patients now are virtual. Um, as the uh, pandemic progressed, we started to see patients virtually. So whether it was by telephone or virtual face-to-face appointments over um, uh, tele-health. Tele- I got you. Over the, um, like Zoom, like a Zoom meeting. Yep, exactly, exactly. Okay. So how did it how did it change things at home for you because i know you you know you said you have a stay-at-home husband and three kids so i can understand how that possibly maybe felt you know at home could you maybe explain a little bit of that to us sure thank you so it was a relief that he was able to be home but still you know um with school you know that also evolved so they became um, stay home 
or, or, or um, excuse me, um, homeschooled. So the school quickly implemented plans so that uh, kids would start getting um, guidance and, and start doing their own Zoom teaching meetings. Um, but we still had to do a lot of teaching on our own. It really made us appreciate our teachers, you know, and, and what they do to educate our children. And then, you know, all non-essential businesses were closed. So the grocery stores were still open, but, you know, like everywhere else, um, everybody made a beeline and, you know, toilet paper, all cleaning supplies, things like that were just gone off the shelves. So, um, we just, everybody just kind of had to readapt and readapt to the situation and, you know, try to maintain a um, calm atmosphere for your family. And of course, you know, while at work, still seeing a few patients, I worried like everybody else of being exposed to COVID. So every day I, at work and, and when I got home, I did everything I could to prevent spreading it, you know, washing hands, wearing masks. Um, you know, I wear scrubs at work, I wear lab coats, I wear gloves. If I had to see a patient, I, you know, they give us these eye masks to see patients, like a, um, actually a shield um, for the eyes along with masks. Um, lots of cleaning. I get home, you know, everybody would wash their hands because I came in the door. I wouldn't kiss the kids until I kind of at least was able to change my clothes. You know, a lot of adjustments you had to kind of really think about trying to prevent exposing the family that really worried me okay so what are some of the things that maybe you did uh with your family to kind of like pivot through the stress of the amount of change you know uh maybe like no talent shows no orchestras all the other things that were shut down so what are some of the things maybe you used or some of the things you did with your family to to get by we started you know playing a lot more games together, pulling out all those games that were in the closet we haven't played in a while. Um, started doing a lot more, um, obviously, during the initial phases of the, the pandemic, everybody had to stay home. So when we came home, we were just do things together as a family, um, talk. We, we tried to talk with our children a lot to um, see how they were feeling. Um, it was, you know, for them a big change, not being able to go to school, not seeing their friends. Um, we try to minimize how much news and TV we watch at home. Um, unfortunately, because there's a lot of negativity out there, so we Absolutely. didn't want to expose. Yeah, so and it was already scary for them that as at all, you know, just with all the changes. So we did a lot of talking as a family, um, and and just just being together and really just being there with each other, which was actually really good <laughs> for us as a family. Um, we were very active before the pandemic. Um, my daughter, actually our whole family, we do a lot of community um, cultural activities. Um, my husband's part Native American and so am I, and then I'm also Pacific Islander, so we do a lot of cultural activities with the Native um, indigenous American community, oh, yeah. along with the uh, ocean, yeah, with the people from the Pacific Islands as well. My dad's from Guam, nice, and my mom's from the Marshall Islands. So we're always doing those type of activities. So of course that all came to a halt. But you know they quickly evolved as well. So they started having their 
our Zoom meetings. So we would do language classes on Zoom. Um, our dance instructor broke up each of our dance groups um, by age group. So we would have our Zoom meetings by the age group. So, um, you know, on different days throughout the pandemic. So that, that, that kind of helped keep our spirits up, um, kept us active. We started exercising more as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, so we made a lot of um, adjustments for the better, I think, for us. That's good. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I was yeah. going to say that a lot of things, if people really take this into a different perspective, a lot of people are really able to reevaluate their lives by having to sit still or not being able to go to as many places as they normally go to maybe escape their lives. So I think this actually pandemic, actually this pandemic might have brought some good Absolutely, absolutely. So how are things readjusting now? Are they slowly getting back to normal or? Yes, it is. Our area has gone to phase two. So some businesses are opening, restaurants are starting to open, but you know, um, um, some some places are still just uh, pickup or delivery. A few places are allowing you to sit in the restaurants, but they're minimizing the number of people that are, are coming into the um into their restaurants um a lot of our businesses and establishments are starting to open so that's that's nice that people are getting out for us as a family we also do a lot of hiking and getting outside on the water we we kayak so it's been nice that the the state parks and are have opened back up so we can get back out and into the outside and, and just being out in that fresh air getting yes. out on the water kayaking that's that's been the the best part about moving into this phase but still we have to be careful we're still wearing our masks um minimizing our exposure to people trying to keep our distance just absolutely maintain our safety yeah okay so i just got a couple more questions for you um my first question is what was the scariest part of going through this pandemic for you for me um it was having to come to work and not knowing who you're supposed to. I work in an area of the hospital that's, that's close to where they were taking care of the patients that were positive for COVID. And, and some of the folks that I work with um, tested positive and were exposed to some of those patients. So that was probably the scariest part. And then not knowing if I was going to be taking that home to my, my family and my loved ones. So um, and then just not knowing what to expect like everybody else, you know. It definitely has made a lot of people look inward and to those closest around them and reassess what was really important. Um, yeah. Perfect. Which leads me to my next question. At what point were you able to look inward and grasp that faith, you know, that, that gave you that push? I'd say probably within the first couple of weeks after that initial shock and scare of like, okay, what are we doing? You know, just like everybody else, just that whole planning process. How are we going to protect our family? Do we have supplies like everybody else? Um, And then with our, you know, like everybody else, your heightened awareness of, of things going on around you. And then when I realized that my children were watching how we were reacting, it made me pull back and and really be more careful with with how I reacted to the things around me. So um, that's when I really started to look inward of 
how I'm making sure I'm, I'm setting that example for my family and those that are around me that I'm working with because, you know, when when our our group within the hospital was not able to rotate out like everyone else was with rotation system, some of the nurses that were there rotating, you know, two weeks on, two weeks off when the pharmacy was not able to. Right. You know, it, it, it made you feel like, well, you know, I know we're important essential personnel, but... You know, our safety. I was worried about our safety. Safety, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I had to kind of really look inwards on how I reacted because I did not want to cause panic, cause issues for anyone else and myself. I needed to stay healthy. <laughs> Absolutely. Mentally, mentally, especially. Okay. So, so what's your message um, to anyone going through what you may have gone through? My message, um, just realizing what is important, I think, with our lives before the pandemic, you know, busyness um, wasn't really living. It's running around from here to there, doing all these things. Um, The pandemic really made me realize that, you know, just being in the moment, being with the family, um, those are the important things because when all those baseball games are gone, when all the, even the dancing and everything else that we're doing outside of this, when all of that just goes away, it's just your your family unit, and that's the most important thing: your close friends and family. Wow. Well, Debbie Bear, we absolutely appreciate you coming through to talk to us. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate your time as well. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, are you on social media? I am. Are we able to follow you? Where can we follow you at? So um, I'm on Instagram, and it's uh, Four Bears, so F-O-R, and then my last name, Bears, B is in Bravo, A-I-R-S, so Four Bears. They can follow me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll definitely do that. And once again, I appreciate you definitely coming through to talk to us just a little bit about how you pivoted through the pandemic. Thank you, Chris. Absolutely. Have a great day, Debbie. You too. Take care. All right, guys, that was Debbie Bear. Make sure to follow her on Instagram at Four Bears, F O R B A I R S. My name is Chris J. This is VMH Magazine. Until next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.